They just came on now. Let's try to get closer to the stage. Sorry. Excuse me. Do you want to go on my shoulders? Yeah, that'd be unreal. Thanks. Wow. Three celebrates connections made by music this summer. Find out more at 3.ie forward slash music. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 18 of Dumb All Over, recording from the land of the Amish, Pennsylvania. This is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. We're always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will discuss the Manchester bombings, the rise of single-payer healthcare, and we interview a very special guest. We also answer your Twitter questions and see what Pat Robertson has under his sleeves. As always, I am joined by my co-host and the brain behind the show and the talent and everything else, Austin. Hi, hey, Austin. What's up, guys? How are you? I'm good. How about you, Tom? I'm doing very well. I'm very excited for today's episode, Austin. All right. Uh, we have a very interesting episode yeah. um, with a very special guest who we will not introduce. And you cannot skip ahead to listen. You have to listen to the entire thing. You know why? <laughs> because I'm telling you to. <laughs> Uh, as always, let's get started with a beer. I'm very excited about this one. Yeah, I, I am too. Have you had this one now? No, I haven't had it yet. That's what I thought. This one is, from, I'm guessing, from Morning Glory, which is always a great name. Always yeah. a great name. Yeah. Uh, it is their espresso stout. So that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there's the image for the YouTubers. Hey, YouTube. How you doing? Good. Good, 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 Man good, good. 46 seconds, all it took. Is that, is that all it took? Yeah. All right, awesome. Um, yeah, so Austin showed the YouTubers the, you know, it's a stout, but yeah. it's an espresso stout, and that's what I'm excited for, because I don't think I've ever had an espresso stout in my entire life. All right, so let's stop delaying this then. Okay. There we go. Yeah, oh. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Wow. Mm. It is just coffee, espresso. Yeah. No no alcohol. It tastes like no alcohol in this, but I'm pretty sure it's got like 7% alcohol or it's something. Just like a shot of espresso is what it tastes like. Yeah, it really does. Oh, you mm. know, and this is the unfortunate part about having a good beer. It has it's, the perfect roasted bitterness. It's oh, so it good. It's pretty good. Yeah. But the problem with a perfect beer is we have to ruin it with bullshit. You know, and unfortunately, we're going to start off today's show with some of the saddest news that you can start off a show with. Oh, that's right. And then just last night, now for us, it was last night. For everybody else, it's been almost a week or so. um, There was a very terrible bombing at an Ariana Grande concert in Manchester, uh, England. And uh, I don't know what the death total is going to be by the time that this podcast gets released i think at the moment austin it's 21 i think it stands 21 or 22 I think it's yeah. 21 or something uh it, it's just <sighs> i don't know how you how 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 to talk about this because we since we've started our show we have had the i guess we haven't really had this happen 
at, have we had it happen at all? Not at this level, no. Not this level, right? No. So it's really it's it's sad to talk about. We are not from England, obviously. No. We're from Pennsylvania and the United We're, States. Quite a few of our listeners are. Yes, so. a lot of our listeners are. Yeah. And um, the only thing I can say to start the show off is I hope that anybody who is from the UK uh, and has all their family members accounted for, hopefully no one was harmed. I know 21 people were harmed, but... Yeah. It's a, it's a very sad situation, and it's it's just another example of how this world is just so full of hate. Yeah, it really is. I, I don't know if you wanted to put anything into this, Austin. No, just our our thoughts are with all the people there, and you guys stay strong. Yeah, please do. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough it's going to be a tough few months, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just today, when we're right before we started recording this, the UK announced that they're rising their threat level to red. Which is the first time in decades, they said. So England's, you know, worried. Yeah. <laughs> and they're worried it's going to happen more often. I, I really hope it does not. But. And I wonder, I mean, aside from worrying about everybody and hoping that, you know, everybody's safe, um, I wonder if it'll have any effect on the upcoming election. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would imagine it definitely would. It, it, That's it's, what worries me. It's going to have to, you know, whatever politicians going to have to talk to, all the politicians going to have to talk about this. And but like, I mean, like, and I don't know as much about UK politics. I know if it happened here, yeah, the right wing party always, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, profits from. I have a feeling it's probably going to be similar, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. Uh, I would hope not. Yeah. But I anyway, but um, it, it there's such a difficult uh, topic to talk about. But anyway, yeah, so thoughts are with you guys, yeah. and yeah, stay safe, safe as yeah, you can. Please do. And, and uh, we don't want to talk about it too much because we know it's a hard time. But um, we do have some good news, Yeah, at least on uh, U.S. soil. Yep. Uh, something that we should have had happen 20 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> but it's slowly starting. Uh, just a few days ago, California announced that a bill for single payer has passed through the House of Representatives. Is that correct? I believe it is, yeah. Yeah. And then Austin informed me, and I actually didn't hear about this, that uh, a similar thing happened in New York City, or New York, state of New York. So the New York one isn't quite as far along, I don't believe, as the California one. What happened in New York is that a single-payer bill passed the state assembly. So um, that just means kind of the bill was agreed upon, but it sounds like from an article I was reading that it's going to have a difficult path through the Republican-controlled state Senate. But um, who knows? I mean, sometimes New York will surprise you with stuff like right. that. Right, so right. all we can hope for is that it gets through. Now, you did say that this, uh, or a similar bill at least, has passed through the Assembly before. Yeah, this isn't the first time single-payer has gotten out of Assembly. Right. But um uh, all reports are this might be the first time it's brought up for a vote in the Senate. And it has a chance. Yeah. As long as it comes up to a vote, it has a chance. Yep. I'm particularly particularly excited about this one in California, though. I mean, because California seems to be the state that wants to lead everything. They were like, if I'm not mistaken, they were one of the first, if not the first, to do something with marijuana. And if they're the first to lead the way with single-payer health care, I mean, this could be a gigantic turning point in our country. It's got to start somewhere. And, yeah. it, you know, a couple months ago or maybe a month ago, it started off with Bernie Sanders supporting a bill. Yeah. And 
now it's uh, going to California. So this is actually pretty exciting. Now, it'll be a long time until it's in Pennsylvania. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Because we're completely controlled by Republicans, which we will talk about in a little while. But um, and the and the problem is that um, it is much harder for the states to do it individually than right. it is for the federal government, right? Because if the federal government went to a single payer system, they could easily negotiate with the drug companies and the hospitals, and we could bring the costs way down. But when you go state by state, mm-hmm. the insurance companies can just freeze out a state, right? And so. The hope is that California and New York are big enough states where they won't be able to do that. Well, if both can pass it, Austin, that's a huge deal. Yeah. Because, like you said, they're two of the biggest states. But, like, because Vermont actually did pass single payer. Yeah. And it didn't work because they just froze Vermont out and said, well, we'll just triple your costs. Yeah. So you can't afford it. There's a lot more people living in California and New York. (laughs) Well, that's that's what the hope is. Yeah. So keep your fingers crossed. Um, Single payer will come up again very shortly. We'll have a little bit of a discussion on that when uh, Twitter time comes up yeah. because that was the, the basis of the poll this week. But uh, yeah, and this is actually really exciting news because it's it seems like right before our very eyes, uh, things are starting to change a little bit. There's more of a push for this than I've ever seen, at least. At least oh, that definitely, I've yeah. attention yeah. to. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and then... Yeah, we got to keep the zippy. Yeah, yeah. We're we're gonna. This segment's gonna be a little shorter than normal, uh, just for the fact that we have a very special guest coming in um, very soon. And yes. and we, we were drinking a little bit, and so I'm not entirely <laughs> sure our focus is all there. <laughs> we drink. We pre-gamed quite hard today. Oh that, yeah, that was pretty good. That was some good stuff though. Uh, but as far as our third topic for today, Austin actually brought this one up, so I'll let you do the honors. Okay, so. Uh, what happened was, and this is not a cheery topic to no. end on, but that's okay. No. So what happened was the Prime Minister of Turkey came, um, what is it, Erdogan, I believe is his name. It's, yeah, something like that. And Sounds good to me. And he brought along his bodyguards, and some people were protesting him being here. And so what... What happened was his bodyguards started beating the shit out of protesters. That's incredible. On American soil. That's incredible. Foreign bodyguards. <laughs> and if there's video of it, actually, on, on online. You can go watch it. And the um, the D.C. police don't know what to do. Yeah, and, what, what can you do? Yeah, and they're trying you know, to restore order, but you have this foreign, basically a foreign agency beating up American citizens. Now, did you say the prime minister? Yeah. It's, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the president. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm getting what, my terms confused. What, yes, the president of uh, Turkey. But what do you do, Austin? Yeah. What can if you're an American uh, police or or anything, any agency? What are you actually going to be able to do? Well, you start by not smacking your microphone, and then uh, <laughs> you couldn't let that go. <laughs> you couldn't let that go. No. I got like three cords around my feet. <laughs> I accidentally pulled one. Um, no, but I'm. Yeah, I don't know what you do. Because, I mean, they did their best to get order as quickly as they could, but there's some people that really got beat pretty bad. And there's video of um, them talking to the president of Turkey, the bodyguards, before this happened. So which, there's, there's speculation that it could have been ordered. Which I guess his last name is Erdogan? Erdogan, I believe. Erdogan? Yeah. Is yeah. that how you say I that? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, the, yeah, there's some, I mean, it's not a fact, 
and but some people are floating the idea that he might have actually ordered this beating. I would be, because he is basically a dictator. I would believe that yeah. so easily. And um, it received strong condemnation. Oh wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm getting worried that it uh, received no condemnation from the no. Trump administration. No. No. But hold on. Breaking news: Wasn't Trump in support of this guy? <laughs> Oh, he loves him. Yeah. <laughs> like, is, he sent him a congratulations yeah. after he did a power grab, yeah. Right. So, I mean, of course nothing's going to happen. This is but you think these are American citizens. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, to him it doesn't matter. It no. should be proof to any uh, remaining Trump supporters, you 30, what is it, 4% of yeah. the population? It's that he, high. That he never cares, but he never cared about the American people. That's obvious now. I mean, come on, you're going to let a foreign president come into our country. It doesn't matter what country they're from. It just so happens to be a dictator yeah. of another country, but yeah. it doesn't matter. And then let them bully citizens around in front of your house. Yeah, but the thing is, Trump doesn't like protesters either, so he was probably there like clapping along. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, he, he just visit uh, his visit in the Middle East. Well, this happened before that, but yeah. Well, I'm saying- I know where but, you're going with it, yeah. But in, in the Middle East, during his visit, he did praise the fact that there was no protests. You know why, Austin? In Saudi Arabia, yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you know- okay, Austin, can I ask you a question? Sure, go ahead. Why is there uh, no protests in Saudi Arabia? I believe because it's a crime and quite a severely- uh, punish crime. Oh, um, yeah. so you're praising that law. Yeah, a uh, fascist hmm. theocracy, hmm. yeah. Okay, I'm just going to sip my beer. <laughs> yeah. But I have to say that um, a lot, I bet a good chunk of Trump supporters think that the best form of government is a fascist theocracy. <laughs> They'll leave out the fascist part. They'll just say theocracy, but it's, it's how funny. can it be not fascist? <laughs> it's funny that you say that because I actually worked with somebody who said the exact same thing. He is a Trump supporter. And he Here said, we go. and he, he did tell me just a couple of days ago, he's yep. like, he's like, I, I find myself finding uh, fa- or like actual dictatorship to be the best form of government. He said that to me. Those are truly the words of a stupid human being. No, and the funny part is he's actually not. He's not a stupid person at all. But like, I guess you kind of have to be. I beg to differ. Yeah. If you believe in that, right? I mean, that, that was shocking. He said that in front of uh, customers too. I'm sorry, but if you be- if you- more shocking, <laughs> if you believe a dictatorship is, is the, the best, best form, form of government, government yeah. then you're wrong. No, you're totally wrong. No. <laughs> then you are stupid. I'm, there's no way around yeah. that. You're literally saying one person. Yeah. You, you support one person being in control of your entire country and doing whatever he or she wants. The only person I could logically understand saying that is the person in charge. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're well, still wrong, but they're not stupid because I understand what they're saying. Didn't Bush say that at one point? Oh, yeah. No, but, country, he, but was, he is stupid. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for sure. But he did say that at one point. He so said it so that, much easier if it were a dictatorship. That's exactly what he said. Just so long as I'm a dictator. Put that in perspective. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Yeah. It's crazy. Then he did the Bush laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. I miss that. I do now, yeah. Remember when those signs went up after Obama? That um, after Obama got elected, a couple months miss there me yet? signs you have Bush yeah. and it's like him waving and he's yeah. like said miss me yet. at I'm that like, time I said no, fuck I don't no miss now they they put those back up I'd be with like, Bush yeah, with Bush because <laughs> yeah. obviously yeah. we'll miss Obama yeah no but missing Bush yeah I'm I, I, I speaking hate of to say missing it. Obama yeah um you know I'm not the biggest vocal supporter yeah, of Obama, nor am I but I did watch his video from his last correspondence dinner 
Yeah. And it was fucking funny. It was really funny. And I miss, I do miss having a president with a sense of humor like that. Can, let's backtrack even more. Yeah. I miss having a president who fucking attends the correspondence centers. <laughs> mm. I mean, that, let's or start. Or can put a sentence together. Let's start there. Yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, listen. Or understands policy or has compassion. Yeah. It's obvious that, uh, he's, that Obama's intelligent. He was an intelligent person. You can say anything you want about him. But you cannot deny the fact that he's an intelligent human being. Yeah, I think he made some poor decisions. I yeah. think he made some bad calculations. But he's an intelligent but, human. Yeah. And watching him speak and then watching what we have now is yeah. so different. Yeah. Do you remember who the uh, Obama uh, White House uh, chief of staff was? Was it um, Carney, wasn't it? It was for a little bit. And yeah. then it was uh, but, and then it was a couple other. There was another person toward the end of his his tenure. My point is you don't know them as well. Because there no, was, they weren't household names or no. characters on SNL. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. All right. We got off on a little bit of a no. tangent there. No. Um, all right. Let's wrap this up because yep. we have to save a little bit of time so we can have the, a good interview. When we come back, we're going to do Twitter time. Ooh, yes. Yes. Uh, we got some really fun questions this week. So looking forward to that. We'll see you in just a few. All right. See you. Do you support progressive ideas? Do you want to wear clothes that reflect your progressive values and not a corporate logo? Then buy from You Resist. You Resist is an organization dedicated to promoting progressive initiatives with non-corporate logos. We create and sell clothing with progressive graphics. Visit You Resist at youresist.org or at facebook.com slash u.resist. Wear your resistance. Hey, Austin, you know what I like? Trump dolls, apparently. (laughs) I like beer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, We have a new beer. It looks and like the old one, though. It does. Yeah. It looks exactly like it. it, exactly like it. Yeah. But, uh, so, there's a few uh, beers that we haven't, tr- well, I haven't tried, that I've been recommending. more than a few. Right. Well, <laughs> from this specific company, from Yards. Um, they have, like, their founding fathers, I guess you can call it, beer. I think they're from Philly, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think they're, they're from Philly. Philly yeah. They're, yeah, from Philadelphia. Yeah, so. Uh, that makes so sense. The, the last one that we had was the Thomas Jefferson quote right oh yeah yeah, yeah. the, the so, tavern spruce or something yeah, like that. yeah yeah so this one is actually general washington's tavern porter Ooh. so we're going to our our first president um probably one of the most overrated generals in u.s history um you, if you read the textbooks in history you'll dis they'll disagree but in actuality he lost almost every battle he fought in um, what about howard zinn's uh, history Oh, God, that's such a great book. <laughs> How was in the uh, People's History of the United States of America? Yeah. It's so great. It's great. All right, ready? It's huge. Yes. It's huge. <laughs> I'm not going to spit out this delicious beer. Oh, George, you taste so good. <laughs> well. No, really. He tastes really good. This if, beer is fantastic. It know? is really good. Yeah. It's not quite as... um. Bitter is our last one. Not at all. Actually, it's not, even... not. Yeah, there's no coffee. No. But it's nice, actually. It's a nice balance yeah. of everything. It says. Uh, and an su- a- supposedly, that's his recipe. Like, that's his real recipe. Oh, really? Yeah. It says uh, an Admiral Philadelphia style porters, General Washington, developed this recipe to satisfy his thirsty field officers. See? Uh, Tavern porters, rich and warming with a deep garnet hue, enjoy a taste of history, courtesy of Yards Brewing Company. Thank you, Yards. 
You know what pisses me off? If what he... pisses you off, Austin? Let's hear it. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. All right, Peter. What but grinds no, your gears? No, but seriously, if the, if I'm this sure. was the beer that they were making back then, mm-hmm. what the fuck happened in between then and the craft beer boom in the mid-90s? Like, seriously. Like, <sighs> why did we have great beer then? I don't know. And then, like, a hundred and whatever years of stuff like Yingling. If this is his recipe, I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't have an answer. No way to answer that. All right. I believe it is time for something. <gasps> it's time <sighs> for Twitter time. One day I'm going to edit that out. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. Because you love it secretly. Secretly, Austin loves the Twitter time scream. It's true. I know. This week's poll... <laughs> Was do you support single payer health care? The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. And, and if it's not, you're wrong. Right. Wrong. Nasty uh, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, one. I'm not even going to let Austin guess this one. Yes, one, but 94% of the vote. Fantastic. America, not we, high enough, we want universal health care. Yeah. It's so fucking obvious. And this poll was not directed just to our subscribers and our followers. It was directed to anybody who used any of the uh, tags that I used. So it's, and they're not all directed toward universal healthcare. So fucking get it right. America wants universal healthcare. I'm not even going to dwell on that. That's it. Although, just a little behind the scenes stuff, the analytics for that poll were kind of wacky, weren't they? Twitter broke on us, I think. Yeah. All week, uh, we, we had like, 51 votes in the first day and a half or so, which is really good. It just kind of stopped. And then, no, not kind of stopped. Yeah. It literally stopped. It stopped at 51, and then all of a sudden it bumped up to 84, but we had almost as much attention to that poll as we had with any other poll that we've done. So I'm not really sure. Almost any post, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was one of our top posts. So So, Twitter, get your shit right. Or is is it a Twitter conspiracy theory? Mm. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Probably not. Because, I mean, they still won with 94% yeah. vote. But If yeah, it no, is, they didn't do a very good job. <laughs> tw- Twitter just broke on us. Yeah. Everything I touch ends up breaking. So, yeah. All right. So, questions? You want to do some questions? Also? Yeah, let's do questions. All right. Um, let's start off with an actual question, like a, a question that we actually have to answer. Okay. Um, this is from um, PrimusFan87, Jared. Mm-hmm. I uh, said. Oh, by the way, sorry about the double download. Yeah. yeah, that was Tom's fault. All right, let's just end this quickly. <laughs> I have problems. Okay, Austin uploads the episode without the zero at the uh, one time. The I did number. it once. Yeah. So it, it, it's supposed to say zero, and then the number of the episode, which happens to be seventeen. Austin didn't write the zero, and it fucked with my head so much <laughs> that I had to fix it. I didn't know it was going to re-download. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So we're the sorry about is, that. Tom is very sorry. Austin's very sorry for fucking up, and he will not <laughs> ever forget to put the zero in front. Of no, an I probably again. won't. Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah. He asks at Dumbledore Pod: Is there anything Congress can do to prevent Angry Orange from firing the special prosecutor? Now, for, I, first of all, okay, go ahead, Tom. Angry Orange, awesome. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now go that ahead. That was Austin. a good one. Okay. So. um... 
Don't, I don't think you need to worry about this too much because I believe when a special prosecutor is appointed by Congress, Congress is the one who has authority exactly. to hire or fire. I think you're right on that one. Especially when the investigation is into the president. So I believe that he is powerless to get rid of him. Right. But, I would, I, At the very least, I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> well, from the little research I did on that, that's what, I've, that's what I, the okay. sentiment was. So The key word is little research. <laughs> Only the best at Dumble Over Pod. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm we could have researched that whole time we were doing tequila shots. <laughs> we could have, but we chose to do tequila shots, which, by the I way. I think we got about the same amount of stuff accomplished. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. All right, next question. Okay, so to sum it up, uh, I don't, we don't believe so. Um, we're, we're okay for now. But Congress is also on the Republican side, so remember that. Yeah, Congress could fuck it up. Yeah, totally. Congress could. And if the president could flip some people in Congress, they could fuck it up. So I guess um, the answer is technically there should be a separation, but mm. uh, it's yeah. our Congress, so who the fuck knows? Yeah, well, so the real message is vote in 2018. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, next question from Dampinade88. Hi, Dan. The question is, at the lower pod, what are your thoughts on more college students walking out on some of Trump's people? at commemorance addresses. Well, can I answer this, Austin? Sure, you go ahead. Good. And don't fucking stop. Don't fucking stop. Turn your back to all those motherfuckers and make sure that you that they know that you are not settling for this bullshit. If Betsy DeVos shows up at your school, turn your back on her. Don't fucking throw shit at her. Don't do anything stupid. Just boo her. And then if you're fucking principal or you're, you're the person in charge of your money-corrupt college says i'm gonna mail my diplomas to you or your diplomas to you say good mail them and then continue to boo because that is one of the only ways that we can fight without actually causing problems i thought it was hilarious it's fucking great and i hope to see it more anytime as a member of the trump administration i wish that betsy devos came to my fucking school to do (laughs) the graduation so so here's the thing i understand that people say that um you need to respect people yeah. in a certain way mm-hmm. but these people gave the voters no respect right they have no respect especially the president himself right. so to disrespect he or a member of his team exactly as far as i'm concerned is fair game and then if in betsy devos's case as news breaks that she's looking to cut loan programs go fuck yourself betsy devos yeah. and continue to boo this bitch yeah. because she is doing nothing but making america even more dumber than it has to be more dumber. That's that's what's happening. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. I did it on purpose, people. Stupefy. Remember uh, Stupefy back in the early days? <laughs> that's the name of Race Rex song. All right. <laughs> no one understood that reference. There's like one guy somewhere. It's like, no Paul one Gilbert. understood that <laughs> right, reference. Fine, fine. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving at a good pace today. We are. Yeah. Well, we have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna put the. I'm gonna set the scene. This is from Hannah Pribble at uh, H Prib. Zero twelve, Austin. Oh, I always struggle with that one. I don't know. It's like it's a double P that fucks in my head. We've had a lot of alcohol today. All right, go ahead. All right, the year is twenty thirty. What does the United States of America look like? Um, twenty thirty. Twenty thirty. I, I think honestly, it, it is uh, probably looks similar to it does now. To be honest, I think. What. I think we're going to be able to correct the Trump administration to a certain point, but um, my skeptical side says we won't be able to push it to where it should be, and we'll get a center-left government 
that'll make it much like it was during the past eight years. So that would be my guess. Okay. My hope is that it looks like um, like Denmark. <laughs> that would be my hope. That but, would be beautiful. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, that definitely won't happen. But, You're so, a little more pessimistic, I think, than I'm, I do. I'm very pessimistic yeah. about this. You, you want to know what I think America's going to sound like in uh, 2030? Here we go. You know what that said? It said, God bless America in fucking Russian. <laughs> Relax there, buddy. No, okay. Uh, in all seriousness? That's the strangest feeling. Someone's going to kick his ass. <laughs> in all seriousness, um, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to look at it in a very optimistic view rather than what I originally said was going to be pessimistic. I think America is going to learn from this mistake. I think that within the next 10 years or so, right before this uh, 2030 peak, uh, shit starts to get done. Green energy, universal health care. It's going to take a while. But I think that this is a great learning experience. I think that we fucked up really bad this time. <laughs> like, like, this is the final straw. American voters were like, oh, yeah, we probably shouldn't have done this. Well, let's hope so. I hope so. That's a, exactly. All right. My biggest fear is that the, um, the corporate Democrats didn't learn from the last election. That's of course not. Yeah. Fucking Cory Booker is looking to run for president again in 2020. Or not again, but looking to run for president in 2020. Yeah, and that's, Bill- that's bad. And Bill Maher got in a shouting match with Cornell West about, I don't know, never mind. I don't want to talk about Bill Maher anymore. I know, because it's going to start me down that, a whole now thing. Now that I've watched, like, I've watched every episode now, I don't like Bill Maher anymore. Go back to episode- It is th- official. I, it's official. I actually do not like him. I don't like him at all. But our next question is from Wartrout89, the question at Pod. In the event- uh, in the event that I forgot to ask a question for this week, what is the best or worst job that you've ever had? A personal question, Austin. Oh, for both so of us. I'm going to let you start. All right. Best job for, well, no, start worst job. We'll end on a good note. Worst job right. you ever had. Worst job I ever had, <clears throat> I was a warehouse associate at an Amazon warehouse Ooh. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Why was that the worst? Well, we walked 13 miles a night. We did the same thing over and over. Um, you didn't walk 300 miles? <laughs> I felt like it, though. And then they posted like um, the rates at which you're doing your job every break. And you never got complimented for anything, but you always got criticized if you weren't doing it right. Ouch. It was just like... A, was was the, the pay good, hopefully? Not particularly great. No. And it was, it was always hot in there. In the summer, it got over like 100 and something degrees. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, it was. It wasn't great. So that was that was definitely the worst job I ever had. And your best job? Best job I have? Uh, probably, Say it. Probably Say doing it. this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. And then uh, the step below this is uh, teaching my private lessons. That's yeah. I love doing that. Yeah. Austin's a very good music instructor. He taught me how to play guitar. Uh, that's right. He should not be proud of that because all I pl- <laughs> now all I play today I was, is power chords. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say don't listen to him. No, don't listen to play, him play, but listen to him talk about. It. <laughs> I've actually gotten pretty good. I got to play for you one time later. Yeah, a couple years from now, I get get, get some practice in there. <laughs> for me, my worst job was working as an assistant golf pro at a golf course. I'm not even gonna get into specifics about the course, uh, but the management was so rough and they were mean. They fucking insulted you every single day. The customers that came in were always drunk. They always caused problems. And oh, I, I remember. And that. I had to I work six days about. a week, forty-eight hours a week plus. 
and I got paid like $9 an hour to do all wow, that. Yeah, that and I was a manager. Sucks. And it was me and one other manager that ran the entire golf course. We would see hundreds of people a day. It was awful. I never drank more alcohol in my life. I was I seriously had a problem at that time. Yeah. Best job? Uh, I also say this. Yeah. Guaranteed. Like This is the only thing. I, I wish I could do this. I wish we could do this every single day. Yeah. It's that much fun. I, I love doing this. This is definitely my favorite job. I'd have and to then, hire an editor, though. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work for I me. Know, I know. <laughs> But uh, as as it stands now, even though it's not the it's not my in, my main source of income, this is my favorite job. Oh yeah, that's awesome. I got one more question. Sure. This one comes from our buddy Propaganda, who is our UK correspondent, and <laughs> we'll be getting in contact with you very soon because there's some shit that's going down in the UK. Um, uh, more than we had planned to actually when we planned yeah. to contact him. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, the question is, sexual predatory and plurocrats, plurocrats provocateur Roger Ailes has died, leaving an enormous legacy of hate-mongering and division. What would you write as his epithet? Epitaph. Epitaph. <laughs> epitaph. Common words do epitaph. not get along so That's well. a weird word. Did you ever see it? Epitaph? I've yeah. seen that many times. Yes. I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen that until just now. Okay. Wow. Maybe I have. I just... <laughs> on his tombstone. Well, good. <laughs> I know what it means, but I've never actually read it, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Uh, so, uh, so I can only put it on his tombstone? Yeah, only on his tombstone. Jeez, not, uh, not many words fit on a tombstone. And then he also adds, also, I know his name is uh, aptly an anagram of Roger A. Lies, <laughs> which I thought funny. was really funny. All right. So what would you put on his tombstone? Here lies Roger Ailes. <laughs> Do it. Sexual harassing stunt double for Job of the Hut. <laughs> Ooh. I think that's all that could fit on a tombstone. If I wrote his obituary, mm-hmm. it would be Here lies Roger Ailes, sexual harassing provocateur, like propaganda says. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran one of the most corrupt and partisan news companies to ever grace the face of the earth. Probably helped ruin or almost ruin America. Mm, I would say almost guaranteed ruin America. (laughs) Enjoyed being a disgusting pig, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. his seventh chin was never quite clean. Never quite clean. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For me? Yeah, go ahead. Here here lies Roger Ailes, the true creator of fake news. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's a good one. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Or here lies Roger Ailes with his lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would actually go and like break into the cemetery and just like carve in Roger A. lies. Does it count if I just pee on his gravestone? <laughs> no, but it would feel good. Yeah, that it would, would feel yeah. good. I'd, I have no respect for this man. I'd and, write my and, name. <laughs> and when I found out that he had passed away, I, normally I'm very sympathetic to this kind of stuff not roger Ailes. not for roger Ailes. Mm-hmm. i was not very sympathetic no. i said you know what? so long don't miss you probably Glad you're gone you lasted too long <laughs> yeah. yeah how old was he like 77 or something like that old enough to do a lot of old damage enough to do more damage <laughs> than can ever be fixed so thank you roger Ailes, for being dead <laughs> for being dead for fucking up our country yeah uh that's it all right listen when we come back, our special guest that we've been, uh, you know, hinting at all day, is going to be here. Finally here. Yeah, we're extremely excited to have him on. Yeah, so we really are excited. About yeah, this, this yeah. is really fun. Yeah. Uh, just make sure you're you're listening after this break. We'll be back in sh- after this short message. See you. Hello, my children. Are you a fan of the show? Do you wish you could donate to the show? 
Well, fear not. Just visit www.patreon.com forward slash dumb all over to donate today. Yes. You will receive very special rewards for donating. Thank you so much. And remember, Alt-Right Jesus loves us all. Mm-hmm. all right we are back and we have that special guest that we were talking about not too long ago um he is from washington pennsylvania which is just outside of uh, pittsburgh Uh, he's a u.s army veteran has a bachelor's degree in neuropsychology sociology and creative nonfiction writing which is incredible Uh, he is currently a research associate at carnegie mellon university He's also a husband and a father of three. And to add to all of that, he is currently running for Congress in Pennsylvania's 12th District. His name is Tom Prigg, and we're very honored to have you on the show. Mr. Prigg, how are you today? Oh, good. Thank you very much. Well, thank you very much for, for coming taking the time. on. Absolutely. Um, if you will, uh, give us an idea uh, about the race. Uh, we'll talk more about the, the actual race as we go on, but uh, give us an mm-hmm. idea of what the, the race in the 12th district is going to be looking like. Wow. So um, it's a heavily gerrymandered district. Um, it is uh, very red. It takes three hours to drive from one end of the district to the other. Oh, my God. Wow. So to give you an idea, it's six counties. Um, about 300,000 people. It's very rural. Despite the uh, um, the distance, the actual city metropolis of Pittsburgh is just outside of it. Only the northern part of Allegheny County, which is where I live, I'm still considered Pittsburgh by zip code. Okay, but I'm really outside of city. Um, besides that, the past two races has gone a uh, twenty point deficit for the Democrats. Oh wow! Wow! So it's been pretty devastating. Um, they are very veteran heavy. They are the second highest veteran concentration in the entire country outside of one district in San Diego. Uh, percent above the average, uh, is very, is 2% percentage points, um, higher in unemployment. It's kind of weird to talk a positive with a negative, um, but it's like 6.4, um, Unemployment to 4.7 nationally. The industries are dead. It was coal before and steel. Both of those industries are dead. The only kind of industry you can say is natural gas now, but that's that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a whole, it doesn't employ as many people as a gas company like makes it sound. And a lot of these people are brought in from out of state. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no there. The infrastructure of the small um, rural counties are falling apart. Beaver County looks okay until you get into rural areas of that. But, um, yeah, it's a tough race. And now I'm up against a Tea Party Republican. Oh, boy. He's funded by Koch Brothers. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. This <laughs> In 2012, there was more money thrown at this congressional seat than any other congressional race in the country. Wow. Really? Yes. It's very valuable. Oh, wow. Um, to the Republicans, because he's a big fundraiser. He's ranked as one of the worst um, congressmen in Congress. There's um, objective measures by how many bills have you passed and what kind of influence you have and stuff like that. 
So they don't want to keep him because he's this high high speed uh, congressman. They want to keep him because he has big ties to finance and big ties to oil and gas. Hmm. And Koch brothers love him. Jeez. So, in other words, a, a traditional Republican, and uh, yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things that we're very excited about is uh, you share a lot of our our views, a, a lot of the views that we try to uh, get out on on the show. Um, why don't you tell us quickly or about our about your platform? Some some of the things that you um, that mean the most to you. Some of the things that you're standing for. Some of the things that maybe we can look forward to in a uh, Tom Prigg Congress seat. Well, the way I frame things is in such a way that also speaks to the um, district itself and a lot of the country. Um, a lot of the country voted for Trump not because they liked Trump. They voted for Trump because they were disenfranchised that a lot of things that they wanted to see wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. So a lot of my um, platform wasn't necessarily, you know, tailored for that, but it is tailored um, coincidentally through an economic base. You start with the economy. You start getting people away from poverty because before you can fix infrastructure, you need money. You need tax revenue. Of course. Before you can um, – um, you know, d treat the opiate addiction problem. You need tax money to get um, single-payer health care, which is something I support uh, quite a bit. Um, I think that's the only way to go, to be honest. Mm. Um, it will take tax money. Everything takes tax money. To do that, you need a tax base. So by killing two birds with one stone to build your tax base, you have to build the economy. And I have three ways of doing that. I don't know if you want me to go into those kind yeah, of yeah, please, please, please yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so the, uh, the first one is, so in 2030, um, the business labor statistics says, um, we are going to lose 40% of our jobs potentially to automation. Mm -hmm. Forget how much unemployment we have. Forget your job outlook. Now, currently 40% of the jobs out there will be gone on top of everything we have now. So I'm like, well, what are we going to do? Okay, besides, I, I won't go into this detail, but I do think there should be a universal um, um, income, but mm. I, I can go into that later. Okay. Um, so one thing you have to do is a trade school. You have to build on trade schools. Why they failed in the past? Because they weren't targeted. I want a stipend uh, so people can go to their trade school, stay, still pay their bills, we target the trade school for the industry we're bringing in. We can make deals with industries to put these businesses in those communities and have the people trained up for that. I also want to work with unions for their union trade apprenticeship programs and kind of go back and forth with that. There's also some others like uh, uh, helmets to hard hats for veteran training and stuff like that. There's a lot of these, but they're not a nationwide program. Mm. That's what I want to do. And I want to put these programs um, where they need them economically the most. Second is a small business rescue grant, not a loan. So if the business still fails, uh, people don't go further in debt. What's your business? What do you do? Why is it going bad? What we do with the grant money to um, get yourself out of debt? How do you decide? It's like a business plan. Um, you put, you submit this grant, then it's evaluated, okay, this is a good business, this is a good idea, they do know why it's uh, failing, and we do believe that this money is what we'll take. We can save it. You save the business, 
You save the tax base of the business. You save the jobs. You save the income tax. You save the money that those people, those workers that remain employed can, can spend around the community. That's how you keep a community alive. It's about the number of times a single dollar will uh, circulate. Mm. Um, my third initiative is a little bit weird, um, if you don't know a lot about it. It's called urbanization. Okay. And um, I really like um, Majora Carter's model. She does this. Uh, she calls it greening the ghetto, and she started this in the Bronx. She got the um, MacArthur Genius Award for this and uh, a couple Peabody's. And what, what she did is you start to um, turn um, urban areas more green and make it a place where families want to come together. They want to go to parks. They want to hang out. It's nicer, right? This also feeds into the um, – oh, and once you do that, businesses come in. And it's right. easier to get businesses in because now it's a nice place, mm-hmm. it's a nice atmosphere, and people are congregating because that's very important. You do that, tax base, money circulating. This also feeds into broken window theory, which is a criminology theory that if you fix the broken windows, this was done in the 80s in New York City, that crime rates will go down. A Chicago um, um, peer-reviewed study shown that violent crimes go down by 52% through urbanization. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You know, so so you're getting all these ideas. Oh, in Iceland, and I'll, I'll quit this after this, Iceland's shown <laughs> by doing recreation and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they brought on um, drug and alcohol abuse down. They went from like 47% alcohol abuse to 17% oh, wow. and drug abuse down to 9%. Wow, that's incredible. So look at how many things I can knock out once. Right. Yeah. You know, and urbanization, you know, in the, er, in the um, it's not that you're putting green in a rural area. I mean, some some ways you are, but it's a, it's a uh, development of it into parks, into recreation areas, in places like the community can hang out. Yeah. Yeah, that, that sounds fantastic. It does. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. I mean, all of that sounds like it, it, it has a very good chance of working. All of that does. Yeah. And it would take very little funding uh, for each of it. Right. People say, where are you going to get the funding? Well, okay, we could, we could um, tax fairly. You know, we could, we could penalize corporations overseas. We can cut back the military funding. Could you imagine what we could have done with $54 billion oh, yeah. that was just given? You know, because yeah. it'd be so easy to do this. Yeah. We, we, we heard somewhere that if you, if you just take the military budget on its own and you slash it in half, we're still greater than the next 10 countries combined or something of that sort, which yeah. is, it's impossible to think about that. Even if we were to cut it in half, we're still the greatest defense budget in the world by, by a large margin. Yeah. All that could be used in such a positive way. Like, like you've suggested. And, and what people don't realize, I, I hope you don't mind me jumping no, in. Like please, go ahead, please yeah. do. Um, is, is that um, when there's increases like fifty-four billion to military, it's not for defense. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not we're not having to counter the Chinese Navy right. or the Russian Air Force, right? What we're doing is we're upping military production, where shareholders are making money from it, and a lot of these politicians have are are bought into this and they're getting kickbacks. Yeah. This is all 2015 the Pentagon said we don't need any more tanks. Guess what Congress said? <laughs> Too bad. We're budgeting it and you're going to make more tanks. Yeah. Why? Great. Because it was making them money. Right. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah, and, and that that sort of problem is yeah. obviously not going away anytime soon. But it, it's uh, you know before we should go before yeah. we go on though we should talk about our our funny beer coincidence. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, before we move on, uh, you're drinking a beer, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah, and uh, well, just hold it up to the camera for the YouTube people that are going to be watching it. Yeah, we're drinking the exact same beer. <laughs> we're drinking the same beer. It's, uh, a, I, it's the L of the Revolution. Exactly. Yeah. You're and you're, and you're drinking General Washington's Tavern Porter, aren't yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, and that wasn't planned. <laughs> no, it was, definitely was not. Um, so great minds do think alike. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's actually focus on one thing that you were going to mention just before, uh, because on your website you you do support or you say you support uh, an increase in the minimum wage. Did you have a number in mind as to what you think is a, a good minimum wage? I know like the the common one is fifteen dollars. That's what everybody always yeah. talks about is reading the fifteen. I'm not sure. I just want to get what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I do not look up any economic optimization curves, and mm-hmm. that's what it would have taken. Um, I trust – I have not heard anybody criticize the $15 and a realistic criticism that yeah. it wasn't optimized correctly. You know, I would have heard it from economists right. saying, oh, well, maybe 1425 actually is the optimization. That, well, okay, for, for the um, – Listeners don't know what I'm talking about. If you well, that doesn't help either. I was going to say you sec, you take the second derivative to zero, but there is a <laughs> point where you do a measurement of where ideally something gets better and better before it starts to drop off. Okay. And there's mathematical ways of calculating that. And I haven't heard anybody complain about that economically. So I think 15 is realistic. And this again is back to the same principle of what my economic plan is: is if people have money, they're going to spend it. Yeah. Right. Right. And 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 that supports the small businesses within the community. And people say, well, employers ought to pay more, but they forget that the employers will be making more because other people within the community has more money to spend at their businesses. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And I believe and, um, the the guy that Gordon Gecko is based on said something to that effect on CNBC when uh, during the Democratic primaries. In 2016, they asked him what presidential candidate would be best for the economy. And I think in like under a second, he said Bernie Sanders, and it blew their mind. And mm-hmm. they basic, and he basically laid out exactly what you said. He said that the people like the middle class and the working class have no money to spend. And if we keep the income inequality the way it is, there's no way that the economy can be moving forward. And he said Bernie's the only one with plans to fix that. And it's funny because the look on their faces was classic they just couldn't believe that that was you know the the gordon gecko's pick for president yeah and 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 you look at i was at a committee um meeting maybe two weeks ago and they're talking about they don't have the um tax money tax revenue to get to remove the lead pipes in the drinking water <laughs> oh man Thank so people are getting brain damage right. and it's not to their pro they, they're they are frustrated they don't know what to do mm-hmm. yeah and what do we get if everyone's making more money we have higher income tax mm-hmm. revenue coming mm-hmm. in and we got sales tax revenue coming in yeah i mean come on this is such a no-brainer this is all about extractive economy um and i mean i don't know if you want me to go into that yeah bag of no, i'm okay with that yeah okay 
So, so these are all based on inclusive economy. Inclusive means everyone has a, if you say distribution of wealth, uh, they say socialism. It's like, oh my God, no. Um, but if if there's a distribution of wealth, people inclusive economy. That's what the United States used to be. Um, it's moving away from that. If you look at okay, well, what was what's, what's your what's your evidence of inclusive versus extractive? Meaning a very uh, small percentage of the population extracts all the wealth, right? And this would be communism, um, dictatorships. Mm-hmm. This happens, right? Third world countries. This yeah. happens, and now the United States has mo- moved that way, right? Um, and it's only now starting to break down the population. So. Okay, let, let's, let's do a thought experiment, right? Well, those are terrible countries, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Germany. When we split Germany, it became an inclusive economy of the West, an extractive economy in the East. What happened? The East collapsed. Let's look at Korea, right? South, it was inclusive and became one of the strongest um, economies. North, it, be- it was extractive and collapsed. What happens? Right. Anytime you get a large gap in inequality, and that's what extractive creates mm-hmm. by definition, you pull all the wealth to a very few people at the top. You you get this collapse. Um, it's the same people, same geographical location, same heritage, same manners. Everything's the same. Everything. And you draw a line. And within a decade or two, it collapses. Right. That's how dangerous this inequality gap is right now. Yeah. Um, Mexico is the same kind of way um, because of their they didn't they never regulated their markets and they got an extractive um, versus the United States because we started out at the same time as colonies. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it just makes no sense to me that uh, you, you know if you go back to early America and the, it was a land of opportunity, it, that idea is completely gone. Where you don't, if you're even trying to go into a local business and our area specifically, because we live in a pretty rural area as well. Yeah. Uh, if you see local businesses don't stand a chance, you know, it's the big businesses that are coming in and that are taking over even our small town, you know, so it, it's not the land of opportunity anymore because it's kind of fixed to go against the people who want that, that opportunity, you know. And we had former, like, there was a lot of um, work at, steel plants here in the past and those went away yeah. you know, 50 years ago and they're being replaced by these giant retail warehouses <laughs> yeah. who pay probably less than half of what yeah. those jobs paid in the 70s yeah yeah so it's mm-hmm. like, and and the the amount of money that people had compared to what they used to have around here is shot oh yeah and so the businesses are struggling to keep up and yeah it's yeah we live uh, fairly close to where bethlehem steel was only maybe a half hour away from where bethlehem steel's headquarters were so yeah. this area was specifically influenced by that so uh, we understand that that idea where uh especially us i mean yeah. we we understand that idea where it's got to be a, a level a more level playing ground yeah uh, but that also, mm-hmm. I also leads me to another question, uh, because we also share all three of us here share uh, a similar opinion on green energy. We're all very big on green energy. Now you probably weigh more than us as an actual scientist, which is pretty, you know, you're going to have the first hand experience on this. But uh, Pennsylvania is obviously. Uh, 
a big coal country. Not as much as it used to be, but it still is. Um, and natural gas now. And natural gas, right. Yeah. But uh, my question is for the coal mining families and the coal miners who are still doing that thing. What's What, what can you do? Because we all want to move on to green energy, but that big community is going to be left behind. What happens to them? They, they don't have to be left behind at all. Um, this, again, this is, this is um, a misinterpretation of what happened with the Trump people. Mm-hmm. When, when people are talking about coal, they're not talking about coal. They're not talking about getting under, um, underground and chipping away at dirty rock that's choking their lungs. What they're saying is, we want jobs. Right. We want opportunity. And if coal goes away, there's nothing left, and there's no reason for anything to be here. And what we need to do is bring in the industry, and that's what my platform was set up to do. Because I guarantee you, if I gave the equivalent job, not not better, just the same thing, same wages, same benefits, everything, and I said, okay, you can have this job, A, or you can go back underground and chip away at coal. Guess what they're going to do? Uh, yeah. They're going to stay up on up above ground and they're going to take that job right and that's just the equivalent job and how easy would that be um this is it's it's just what 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 people stick to is they make these uh mental anchors onto what they know and they know coal Mm -hmm. and they know the industry worked in the past and they know they raise their family because their parents raised them and their grandparents raised their parents and they know it's, it's an industry that works. But now when we're talking about alternative energy, all they hear is, oh, my God, the wind stops blowing and the sun's <laughs> set. Right. Yeah. Things are happening and you can't – and you can barely, like, get a 9-volt battery to charge. And that doesn't sound like something that they're – they don't want to gamble their life. They don't want to gamble their, um, their future opportunities and their children's lives. And the way the media puts it. And, and it's the left and right. Mm-hmm. The left could be reporting a little more accurate about how quickly solar um, improves every year. It's, it's, it seems exponential to me, mm-hmm. the amount of wattage. The uh, windmills, I saw these new windmills where they look like cylinders. Instead of being the big fan, right, right. they uh, spin like this so that wind direction doesn't matter now. Mm. Oh, wow. Right? They And... and they're not. They're not very large. They're, um, you know, it's it's easier to spin, and they're not killing as many birds. I don't have to kill any birds, to be honest. Right. Right. Yeah. But um, they're, you know, and then we can go on to all kinds of like enzyme breakdowns, stuff like that. But because of the way we talk about alternative energy, they don't see the possibilities, and they, they don't see the industries happening. Right. Once that starts to happen, they're going to forget coal. I mm-hmm. guarantee it. And you know what? Once you get rid of the Maslow's uh, hierarchy needs, first you got to like have food and pay your bills. Right. Yeah. They're going to start saying, yeah, I don't want the coal back because you poisoned our family. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I want yeah. the natural gas because you put radiation in my water. Right. But right now they're like, this is the only way I can sustain us right now. So yeah. we're going to turn the land on. Yeah, that does actually offer an interesting perspective because I, I don't think many people would think like that, to be honest. Which is, uh, I appreciate that that insight. Um, do you, so, are you optimistic that uh, green green power can take over Pennsylvania in the in in the it, foreseeable future? It will. It will. It, yeah. it will. It will. I'm glad will. to hear that. Yeah. There, there's just no doubt. I'd I'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, 
So I keep up on this quite a bit, especially mm-hmm. for this and sharing articles and the the speed that the um, industry is moving. And now the big countries right. are investing billions of dollars. We're not. Um, some of our oil companies are. But Saudi Arabia is putting in tens of billions of dollars in investment. China, tens of billions of dollars in investment. We're we're falling behind the curb. We could we could be the we could be the suppliers of alternative energy. We could be doing the research and development, manufacturing, sales, um, you know, repairs. Like we could be doing it, and we're not because um, the profit margin is still too high on fossil fuels. And the greedy Washington people want to protect the oil and gas industries because they're in their back pocket. Right. So they they keep putting out this garbage of alternative energy doesn't work. It's all too much profit from uh, fossil fuels. What happens in supply and demand if you suddenly get another energy source? Mm-hmm. Well, demand goes down for one. You drop the profits. What's the problem with fossil fuels now? It's very hard to extract. It's very hard to research, right? You yeah. need a, a very high profit margin to make it worth doing. So that's what you're really fighting up against and what the source of propaganda. It's not that these Republicans and other politicians um, don't believe in climate change or don't believe in alternative energy. It's because they're making bucks and they're not going to kill their uh, their cash cow. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So just on a side note, do you think uh, Scott Pruitt actually believes in global warming or not? I don't know. There's some of these guys. I shouldn't say for all of them. Some of them seem pretty wacky. Yeah. I don't even. I, I think. I think at this point, and I don't want to talk about Trump, but at this point, I wonder if Trump isn't like completely loopy, like completely out of his gourd. Yeah. We like we, everything he says is ridiculous. Yeah. We we wonder you the know, same thing every single week. Yeah. Every single but week. But I believe Scott Pruitt. He worked for Exxon, right? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Because I know, I know those oil companies have known about climate change yeah. since the seventies. Yeah. So it's it's hard for me to believe that they're that like they're that ignorant. I think they're just that greedy. But we definitely need this push for green energy, especially in a state like Pennsylvania, where yes. it's so obvious that it could happen. Yeah. And I'm sick. I'm so sick and tired of hearing people who say that they that it can't happen, especially in this state. Mm-hmm. Like we hear this all the time. Oh, yeah. solar power can't hit. And then all of a sudden, the conservatives all of a sudden care about the birds being killed. Yeah, just, know, yeah. just to make that argument. Yeah, I know. They <laughs> don't like, even care about the kids being killed. Yeah, right. exactly. The elderly being killed. Exactly. You know, exactly. They just cut back, what, 20, 20 million off of uh, Special Olympics? But yeah, they, yeah no, they're yeah. worried about the nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, let's move on to another uh, topic that's very important to you. Um, the VA. And I'm mm-hmm. not... I'm not a military man. No one in my family really is. Uh, I think the same goes for Austin as well. But uh, I have a lot of friends who are currently serving or who have served. And they all tell me stories about the VA and how atrocious it is at times. Uh, And I know that one of your big goals is uh, to fix it. Can you give us some insight in how how you think it could fix it? Because the veterans need to hear that it can be fixed. well, it can be fixed. I think it's very anticlimactic. Um, my solution is basically they need they need more funding, quite a bit more funding. Um, their 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 funding is so poor that they actually are low on supply. And uh, there's been some reports at, at over several VAs that they're um, missing medical supplies because oh. they don't have enough money. Jeez. 
Um, they're understaffed by thousands of people, thousands of people. Wow. Right. Um, the job creating president has the VA understaff. And uh, I think, I mean, this is my own paranoid uh, conspiracy. I think they're trying to break the VA so that they can privatize it for for their own services. I really do. I don't see why you say we got we should privatize the VA because it's so bad. Mm -hmm. It's like just put more money into it and right. hire people. Yeah, at least make some kind of an effort. Don't just sit there and criticize something that you literally are preventing from improving. Like three months of hiring freeze. Right. Oh, you know, the VA is horrible. Look at all the paperwork and look how long it gets in there. You put a three-month hiring freeze. Now, I know the VA has been bad for a while, but I don't think it's the people of the VA. I think it's, I think it's the support. Right. And all politicians have failed this. They've all sat back and turned a blind eye um, too long, and that needs a change. Um, as far as my VA, that would be the first two things I do. Mm. Because until you do that, it's really hard to unmask what isn't a causal um, from lack of funding. Because you, you can, you know, you have understaffed, you're pulling people from different things. It's really hard to nail down things when you don't have the very basic um, part, which is, you know, funding, funding and people. That, so it's really anticlimactic. So. Well, but it's simple. And, and that's the scary part is that it is simple and that it probably could have been fixed or at least helped long ago. Yeah. You know, and then that's the sad part. It's that, it's like you said, if they are aiming to get it privatized, then there's, you know, people who are in, they're inside of it. They, they, they're they going to try to make profit from this. Yeah. And uh, it's good to hear that, <laughs> that there are some people who will not. Yeah. You know. And it's good to hear that it's not like, um, you know, a crazy difficult solution. I mean, they just need the resources. Yeah. Which makes sense. That, yeah. that makes sense to me. And it makes sense that they... I, I bet there are people who are dying to privatize it. I mean, there's people who are dying to privatize Social Security. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I, I, I definitely know that it's an idea out there. My, I guess my conspiracy theory is that they're, they're, they, it seems like they're purposely trying to crash because they don't seem to be doing anything. Yeah. You know, that, that's constructive. Yeah. Like, how can, you, how can you sit there and say, oh, I recognize this problem and not do anything? The very basics to, to fix it. Right. Yeah. I, otherwise, then you want it. You know what I mean? Like, how could you be so inept? Yeah. I mean, it's possible they're this and that. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, it, it's possible, actually. At um, this point, I'm not surprised by anything. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. I don't know if they're stupid or evil. That's the thing <laughs> I guess I'm trying to figure <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I guess in I guess hopefully just stupid because then a, a, a one intelligent person could come in and change the whole thing. If they're evil, then they have a greater plan in store. But uh, hopefully, it can get turned around. We we need the veterans deserve every veteran, every active soldier need they deserve that kind of support. You know, yeah. Uh, it's 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 sad to see and hear stories from soldiers oh, yeah. who are currently serving who have served who have to go through these problems just because of what seems like a lack of funding. That seems yeah. like such an easy fix. And I um I just want to make sure this is understood. Um one of the big issues um I talk about all the time this isn't just about VA funding mm -hmm. is uh suicide. Yeah. So 
uh, veterans make up 6% of the population mm-hmm. by the Census Bureau. Mm-hmm. Um, they make up 20% of the suicides. Wow. Every day, uh, 22 veterans kill, them, kill themselves. Hmm. Wow. Um, com- females from, in combat uh, kill themselves two to five times as much as their civilian counterpart. That's a huge problem. I would love to do something. I don't. I don't have any ideas yet, but it's something that I'm very much pursuing. And what I do is I go out and I talk to people who know what they're talking about. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a person that just knows this stuff. I, I talk to a lot of people, read a bunch of things. I make sure I, I cross what I'm reading and understanding with the right people. And this is something I really, really want, hope to tackle um, in the future. Well, that's great. That's great to hear. Yeah. Uh, and it's the, th- those numbers are absurd. That's uh, that's so that's so unfortunate. Yeah. But I mean, I, I it like I said before. I don't mean to repeat myself, but it's glad to hear that somebody's uh, out there actually caring. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um. But uh, my question, and th- this is um, this is important for for all of us because we would love. We would love to have a progressive candidate, uh, somebody who's as caring as you are, to to get into Congress, especially in the state of Pennsylvania where we yeah. both reside. Yeah. Um, what do you do for funding? And um, use this opportunity as well to plug in any ways that we can come out and help, because uh, we we need to all gather together and try to help each other in this kind of thing. Oh, my campaign funding. Yeah. 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 Oh man, I just wrote an article. Um, I'm starting to write articles for Daily Costs on the campaign mm-hmm. and the issues and different things that happen behind the scenes. If you want to say the one thing that uh, ruins our entire government is this very question. It, not only is campaign funding very difficult for me, it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And this is what where the evil comes in. What am I doing? Well, we're doing everything we can. We're trying to find, um, we'd like to find a, a person or a couple people who are professionals at, at campaign fundraising. We have a lot of uh, different ideas. We're going to have the, um, oh my God, let me see if I can get this right. The Prig political parody picnic. <laughs> um, <laughs> where we're just going to like, it's going to be silly and it'll be like 10 bucks or so, okay. you know, um, and we got a bunch of games and stuff, and we goof on like the government and the administration <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's in the park, it can, and you can bring your family and stuff like that. Um, we have uh, a friend who's a is a restaurant owner who's going to uh, throw us a fundraiser. Um, mostly, um, and I have a cool idea for the fall. Um, I won't, I won't tell that so my opponents don't find out. Okay. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> mostly, it's a lot of begging. Yeah. Um, that's what, that's what it is. Yeah. It's about like, um, I hate saying swallow your pride. It's really throwing your pride in the trash, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Um, who likes to ask for money? Right. right. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's, that's what you're stuck doing. Um, so what am I doing? I'm doing everything I can Writing for daily costs, uh, podcasts. Right. I'm doing media. I'm interacting on, on the internet. Well, the way I see the internet, or social media. The way I see the internet is a possible leverage. It's a new game. Uh, I don't want to call it game changer because it's not game changing anything yet. Yeah. But I'm against a guy with Coke brother money, right? I'm a guy. I'm up against a guy who's already a millionaire. Right. 
how how am I somebody you know from rural Pennsylvania, you know, yeah okay I I work at CMU doing research, but I'm not rich. Mm-hmm. I don't know a bunch of you know I don't know wealthy people. Yeah. So you know a lot of people are why are you even running? Well everything else matches. I have ideas. I break down problems. I have real attainable ideas. Um, I'm in the second concentrated um, district in the, in the uh, country for veterans. Right. Before Rothfuss, the Democrats held a seat for 36 years. Wow. And virtually the entire time was by John Murtha. I think John Murtha did hold for 36 years. Now it was held by one other Democrat than Rothfuss. He was a Vietnam veteran, right? And what he did, he brought in jobs. Mm. This was a very Democrat area. Mm-hmm. It can be taken. I only got to raise X amount of money, which happens to be a million if you go by trends. Um, so I need every little help. Even if people can't donate, share this podcast. Share any news on us. Share our uh, social media, our Facebook pages, um, the tweets. When you like a tweet, when you retweet a tweet, when you re- reply to it. Um, same thing Facebook, like, comment. You push up in the algorithm. Pushing up in the algorithm gives you exposure. Exposure gives you support. Even if you can't financially support us, somebody that may see it because you push up in the algorithm possibly can. Hmm. So that's the only way we're gonna we're gonna beat big money. Mm-hmm. If we want to beat big money and take back our government, that's how it's gonna be. It's gonna have to be a participation of everybody. So it's kind of like for the people, by the people, right. literally. No. Yeah. Well, your website is uh, Tom Prigg for Congress. That's T O M P R I G G for Congress dot com. Uh, we encourage all of our listeners and viewers to make sure you go out and uh, at least, at the very least, take a look at the website. Uh, follow him on any social media that you have. Uh, we full on support your campaign. Well, th- this Thank is you very much. this is yeah. exactly what we want in our Congress and in, in, in our government with, without people like you and ideas like yourself, we we're in the same route that we have that we're going on right now. We, we do not want to be on this route that we're on right now. No. <laughs> so we mm-hmm. full on support your, your race. I just wish that it was on our, like closer to us so we could actually come and vote for you. That's the only unfortunate <laughs> part, yeah. you know, but, um, Definitely check out the website. Uh, you're also on Twitter. Uh, what's your Twitter handle? Um, Tom Prig 2018. Okay. And Facebook is exact is exactly the same. Okay. Um, I do. I, I I'd like to emphasize one more time um, because I get this a lot. I get like letters from around the country and stuff. Like people thanking me and telling me their stories mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And um, you know, usually it's about healthcare, but sometimes it's about veteran suicide and stuff like that. Right. Um, I, I really want to emphasize the only way I can win is with everybody's help. Right. Yeah. Like the reason that people don't get progressives and people care um, in Congress and you get people who are money hungry and why money is there is is because they're connected to money. Right. If you want people who aren't connected to money, this is the only way we can fight. I have no other way. People, progressives that think like this are usually 99% of the time not connected to money. So yeah. if you want a different government, it's going to take all of us fighting together. Right. And I'm just a name and a mouth, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a conglomeration of everybody, honestly. 
And guys, you know, guys like you are helping me do this. If it wasn't guys like you, what what am I, right? It doesn't matter what I believe or what I have. It's garbage if, if no one can hear it, right? What's the message if no one hears? What's, you know, it's a tree falling in the woods. Right. Yeah. It doesn't make a sound. Right. Well, no, no. And this, this uh, you guys, your podcast has helped me do that. Well, it's our pleasure. Uh, it's yeah. absolutely yeah. our pleasure. Our pleasure. Um, thank you very much for coming on our show. Um, we would love to have you back uh, anytime you want, really. <laughs> so, uh, especially oh, as know, there should be one more thing we talk about before oh, we go. Yeah, please. Um, have you ever heard of the uh, campaign group, the Justice Democrats? Yes. Yeah, I think. Yes. I think. Um, I don't think you personally are allowed to. Uh, endorse yourself, but people who want you to win can endorse you through that website, and they will go through a process. And I think they have what seven or eight candidates so far. I believe so. That yeah. they've endorsed, and what they do is they kind of take they take small donor money, they shoot for twenty seven dollars at a time, and then they put it into these races where they're trying to get progressives to win. So I think it'd be an interesting option to see if maybe they can help. Or um, yeah. what was the other? Brand New Congress, I think, was the other one. Okay. But there's a couple of those that are trying to help uh, candidates like you win. Mm-hmm. So what what would we I have to do? Uh, it's so funny you said that because uh, Brand New Congress just yesterday, we didn't tag them. Hey, have you done Brand New Congress? And I replied back, yes, we applied in January February, but a one person sent me. And brand new Congress tweeted back, you know, hearted it, and then tweeted back with the application. Oh, wow. And I responded back to them. I was like, but we already submitted. Should we submit again? And they didn't say anything. Mm. I mean, I really wish they'd help out with that answer. But uh, so then I sent out to some other people that I knew support me. If you want, I'll send you information if you want to tag this in the uh, YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. That wants to help. You know, um, I don't know if they want to see like people um, submit, and that's how they're trying to get a vibe on who to look at. I don't know what the process is. I know brand new Congress is um, actually I have a low chance of brand new Congress because I have another progressive um, in a race. Okay, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I have a we have a bunch of them. Uh, three three one four. They're a science-based one. Okay. Um, but, you know, yeah, you can only try. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and then we also have a, a pretty global uh, – it, it's odd to say for us, but we have a, a global audience. Uh, so, you know, if we can start spreading it all around, any exposure will help. So um, make sure that – you do. If you're a progressive and you truly believe in the cause, make sure that you help uh, Mr. Prig here because we would all love to have him in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, thank like I said, um, I appreciate it. yeah, absolutely. And like I said, thank you so much for coming on. And we would absolutely love to have you on as uh, as soon as possible. Next, whenever you want, come back on. Uh, we'll be following your campaign pretty extensively. Mm-hmm. I can promise you that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just, just let you know, um, I'll make the time, Okay. you know, and, uh, we could talk about different topics. We could sure. talk about stuff in the news, sure. how it relates, okay. things like that or whatever. I mean, there's 
so many broken things we're not gonna run out of topics man yeah, trust me true. trust me we know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you so much and once again uh the website is tom prig uh that's p-r-i-g-g for congress.com check out his website uh donate to his campaign uh, let's get the word out and let's uh get one more progressive into this very messed up congress yeah <laughs> let's do it all right all right. Uh, when we Thanks, come, guys. absolutely. Yeah, no uh, when we come back, we will uh, introduce uh, another wonderful clip from one of our favorites. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you once again. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. Alrighty, we are back from a short break. Um, that was that was a pretty fun interview. Oh yeah, yeah. I have to say, um, very appreciative. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the the odds that he was drinking the exact same beer, I know us. that is so bizarre. Uh, but we do have another beer. We're going to continue this segue. Yes. See that? That was. Are they getting better? Fantastic. That okay. Was, that was good. It was fantastic. <laughs> This one's from Trogues. It's uh, Crimson Pistol. I'm not saying it because I'm dumb. It's because it's spelled Pistol. Uh, the it, uh, oh, we're not lighting up that much. It's 6.2 ABV. Uh, it is an IPA ale brewed with uh, hibiscus flowers. Oh, that's cute. What's a hibiscus oh, flower? I don't know, but it smells fantastic. Does it? Yeah. What does it smell like? Oh yeah. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Clean. Oh, Ooh. Austin could just melt right into that. It's fantastic. Perfectly balanced. It's not too mm. bitter. It's not too hoppy. I like that. Oh, it's great. Yeah, that's, that's good really one. good. Yeah. Very well done, Trogues. I love it. Still doesn't take over the other IPA that we had. I, I agree. Yeah. But this is actually like I wasn't I wasn't ready for this to be as close to the top as it is. Oh, yeah. No, this is fantastic. Great work. Trogues always makes great beer, so. They do. It doesn't shock me. They do. Um, All right, Tom. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) That was frightening. (laughs) Um, So I I have word that we have an old friend that we're going to be watching and Emphasis on old. (laughs) That's what I said it for. I'm pretty sure he's like 178 years old. Is that all? Yeah. I thought he was a little older. Um, His name is Pat. And he's not the SNL character. No. 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 Uh, this is Pat Robertson. Uh, oh, he's a friend of the show. He really is. <laughs> um, we got a nice little clip for you. But, uh, I don't even know what to say about this one. It's just, it's it's religious. Yeah. And it's uh, scary. And he's a nut job. And <laughs> segue time. This Does is seem- the scary religious nut job segment. <laughs> So the title for this video oh, yeah? from Right Wing Watch. Oh, of course. Who Hi. once again fuels this uh, yes. segment. Thank you. I wish I could say this segment was brought to you by Right Wing Watch, but no. they have not officially endorsed us. 
who but knows? All of the content is. If you guys you. keep doing what you've been doing recently, well, maybe, maybe eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. So this video is called Robertson. Horror movies cause demonic possession. <laughs> okay. That sounds interesting enough to get my attention, Austin. Okay. All right. Let's hear. Wait. Pat- what was that? What are you doing? Uh huh. What? I no, I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, I was just I'm I'm still in disbelief to how stupid this video is. But it is. It's well, pretty let's, dumb. Uh, let's um, let let viewers slash listeners uh, figure it out. All right. Let's do All it. Right, here we go. This is Michelle, who says, I was watching a horror movie the other day on the recommendation of others. Oh, nice. It was rather strange and awfully macabre. As and then be. this past Sunday, trying to push I got into an accident leaving church. Uh-oh. Did watching that creepy movie okay. cause a curse or the Lord's protection to be lifted from me? Did I grieve the Holy Spirit by watching this series? Oh. All right. I'm not going to let Pat answer before we answer. Oh. What? Hey, Tom, let me ask you a question. Okay, Austin, ask me. On a scale from one to ten, one being um, an incredibly grounded, insane answer, and ten being the <laughs> dumbest answer, or dumbest question, rather, you've ever heard. Yeah. How would you rate this question? 572. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was going to say 563.7, so we're pretty close. <laughs> um. So the question on the table here is, did me watching a horror movie cause the accident? Uh, but don't forget to say it was uh, you watch it on the recommendation of others. Oh, God. So it wasn't your fault. Oh, my. Yeah. This is, a, this is bad. And you um, had an accident. So you're telling me that there's people out there who actually believe this. <laughs> well, they asked Pat Robinson. Because <laughs> until right now, I didn't even think that was a thing. I thought if you, okay, whatever. So, do you think Pat Robertson's answer is going to be? Uh, all right, let me ask you this question. On a scale one to ten, one being insane uh, and ten being the most insane, where do you think Pat Robertson's answer is going to lie? Uh, Six hundred sixty-six. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good number, Austin. Yeah. Let's hear him out. <laughs> I just say that before we go on. I just have to say, <laughs> did it never cross this woman's mind that she just might be a bad driver? Probably not, no. or or maybe she did, and she's just fine trying to figure out uh, what which way you can point the blame. All right, well, let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see what Robertson's going to say. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm ready. Uh, a few years ago, I heard about a teenage girl. Oh, who I bet he did. <laughs> was demon possessed. Oh, okay. And people began to deal with the demon and try to cast it out. Uh-huh. And you know what the demon said? No, I had permission. Okay. And the permission was granted when this child had gone to some double X-rated movie or oh, whatever it was. Stop. What? <laughs> double X-rated movie? What is this, the 80s? That's what I said. When yeah. you said he's 100 and something years old, I'm like, I don't know. That's more like a 1450 kind of answer. <laughs> That's like, you who double X? When was the last time you saw a double X movie? I've never seen I, a movie rated double X. I'm not even sure if there is. They don't rate them like that. No. It's just called porn and you watch it on the internet <laughs> like a normal person. So what he said oh, so what he's saying is she watched or he or she, whatever the story is. Teenage uh, girl. Teenage girl watched porn. Well, that's what a double X movie would be. Okay. 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 But that it can't be what she saw because that doesn't happen anymore. Now, uh I I I'm gonna make a official decree. I've watched porn in my past. And Shame. I, man, <laughs> and uh I'm not I don't think I was possessed. Maybe I was. I don't know anymore. Pat says I was, probably. 
Felt possessed for a couple seconds and it was all <laughs> over. <laughs> Give me some credits, more like a minute. <laughs> I was sharing my personal experience. Don't you run over here? <laughs> <laughs> this took a turn. <laughs> This, this is t- weird now. This took a turn. Fuck you, Austin. Yeah, I was on my own. I had things to do. <laughs> Stuff to do, places and to go. <laughs> we're going to go back to Pat Robertson. Now, is that officially worse or better than anything Pat Robertson said so far? Um, It's about even. It's about equal. <laughs> it's about equal. I, I, can't, I can't even. I can't categorize this shit. <laughs> it's about the same shit. I feel so bad. This is coming right up. This is such a good interview. <laughs> I know. Everybody's, there's probably some really inspired people who were listening to that, and now they're listening to this. And they're like, well, fuck. Oh, I feel bad for Mr. Prig. He's going to be like, oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully not. Uh, just as a disclaimer, he did, we did not discuss religion with Mr. Prig, so nothing that our show has or discusses has anything to do with Tom Prig. As yeah. far as we know. As, as for, yeah, for this part, yeah. This yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, so this is all on our own. We're just being dumb. <laughs> okay. All over. All Let's- right. <laughs> what? I had to get the name plug in there. That was like product placement. Yeah. Are we going to get paid for that? <laughs> play I'm, the clip. I'm play the, the clip. Not to place play a product in my mouth. <laughs> play the clip. <laughs> I don't take orders, so you're going to wait a couple seconds. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> and had allowed this thing to come into her. What was this clip about again? I don't remember. Kind of otherworldly, but that's the way it is. So could it have happened to you? Yes. I don't think it did, but it could have. But this thing may be living around you, and what you need to do again is speak it, command this thing to leave, and ask God to forgive you. Uh, I, I know that's that's weird, but uh, <laughs> these things can happen. And... Uh, I, I think some of these producers, who knows what influences are into them, but some of these, these movies are, you said macabre, it's a good word for it. And uh, mm-hmm. so. He has one too. I just think, in the name of Jesus, declare your victory and keep going on. I don't think that you've been demon possessed, I don't think anything has happened to you. But nevertheless, declare victory and plead the blood of Jesus Christ over your life. All right. I like how he said macabre is a good word for it. And then he said, plead the blood of Jesus Christ, as if that weren't like incredibly macabre. All right, what do you think, Tom? Well, Austin, I'm glad you asked. I think we're all fucked. <laughs> oh, man. Pat. Jeez, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, it's very rare that I'm speechless. Though a couple weeks ago we had a very homophobic person on on our religious segment that kept me speechless. Yeah. This one's kind of got me. I don't even know what to say to this one. All I know is that if if he he even said you're probably not. He said that like three times. Well, of course she's not because that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, but like it's crazy enough where even he second guessed himself. Because that's kind of what that was about. He was like, oh, it's hard to... Well, he's just, he's just making up stuff. Yeah. And then... Because he doesn't know. I, of course not. <laughs> How could you know something that doesn't exist? Exactly. Pat, listen to me. Baby doll. <laughs> Baby doll. 
baby bear. He's more like a leathery old teddy bear. You're not Papa Bear. You're more like my saddle. (laughs) Okay? Do you ride pet rabbits? (laughs) No. (laughs) So you're not my saddle. But anyway, listen to me. Horrible analogy. But listen to me. Stop producing television shows. Stop. Don't be a host. Don't do anything. Just retire. You're a thousand years old. Yes. Everyone deserves to retire. You've had a long career. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Just end it now. Notice that he had one of those too. One of the he did. Mm-hmm ladies. Yeah, he yeah. did. I gotta get me one of those. Um. Hello. <laughs> you never mm-hmm my stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mm-hmm. hire somebody just to sit over here and agree with everything I say. Um. So what? Wait, what were we talking about? Pat Robertson. Oh yeah, hey Pat, how you doing? It's been a weird day. It not really. I mean, up till now, this is always a weird part because like this is a terrible segment, and not in the sense that it's a terrible segment, but the the clips are terrible. Fucking Pat. <laughs> um, don't fuck Pat. Fucking Pat. All right. Well, enough of this. I I don't want to talk about Pat Robertson because we had a pretty good day, um, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that man ruins everything. He does. He really does. So, yeah, and he when, has for like the seven hundred years he's been alive. Well, that's a seven hundred club. Yeah, seven hundred years, right? Yeah. Sure. Um. Anyway, when we come back, we'll have our closing uh, arguments. Closing argument. This isn't. Well, who's on trial? <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're gonna have our closing thoughts, and Tom's gonna learn what words are again. <laughs> I've had a lot of alcohol today. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Yeah, so that's our show. <laughs> that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, that's like the least enthusiastic <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm just messing around. All right, um, Austin, as what? always, uh, do you have any closing thoughts? You know, I usually say, no, I'm good. But Ooh. today I actually have a couple. Oh, I want to hear. Yes, so. I want to thank Mr. Prig again for coming on the show. Oh, yep. Um, we really do believe in his message and his candidacy, and we hope that you guys check him out. And uh, if you can donate money, that'd be awesome. It'd be great. Yep. And even if you can just like his, tw- his social media's pages, which is hard to say with thank Tom's you, phraseology. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> and, uh, it's pretty easy for me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Yeah, but if you could like all of his social media's pages, oh, that is a tongue twister, and um, you know, let's create awareness about because this is the exact kind of person we want in Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Mr. Prick, we sincerely apologize for <laughs> that segment that followed your yeah. interview. Yeah, and uh, like we said, cool. if anybody skipped over that part. That segment has nothing to do with Tom Prig. No. <laughs> that was dumb all over. <laughs> yes. We take all responsibility for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I can't really say much more than what Austin just said. Uh, it was an actual, it was an absolute honor to have uh, Tom Prig on our show. Uh, just to hear, I Austin, there's times where I, I feel like I give up. 
Yeah. With all this shit that goes on in politics. And I, I Even feel after like, I recorded a short episode specifically telling you not to do that. Well, your episode was this beginning of the uh, turnaround. <laughs> sure. Uh, that's bullshit. <laughs> but no, honestly, there are times where I'm so disappointed with everything. We get a new politician in. We think he's going to do different things. And he does nothing different. The, or she. Or she, right. They can be disappointing, too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, in this case, um, Tom Prigg, is, he is the symbol for change and positive change. And it was it was a pleasure talking to him about all these different issues. And uh, I can't wait to have him back on the show later on uh, as the campaign grows. And I really hope his campaign grows. So, please... And I'm going to do the same thing. I will be donating to his campaign. And that should, that should motivate anybody else who's watching or listening. Because we are not in his district. He is six and a half hours away from us. Yeah. But because he is one of the politicians who can make a change, I'm gonna. I will donate to his campaign. Awesome. I will absolutely do that. Yeah. Um, and I really encourage all of you to do as well. Uh, it, it, anything will help. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's my closing thoughts, too. Cool. Um, as always, you can find our show on Block Talk Radio at uh, forward slash, that slash, uh, Dumb All Over Pod. Um, you can find us on iTunes. You can download our podcast for free on both of those, by the way. But if you go to iTunes and look up uh, Dumb All Over Podcast on iTunes, you'll find us there. We're on YouTube. We are... Um, very far away from our, our goal of 100 subscribers, but we're at 30. Yeah, so let's say it's we only need 70 as opposed to last week where we needed 74. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and subscribe to that so we can do a live show. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Dumble Over Pod. And if you do follow us on Twitter, what we're going to try to do. Every episode right before we start is we're going to try to go live on Twitter so you can see a little bit of the behind the scenes. And maybe it will encourage you guys to subscribe to us on Twitter or on uh, YouTube. That way you can get a long episode of all that bullshit that we did. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you what I asked Tom, and I think he's going to give you the same answer. I asked him, hey, are we going to do a Facebook Live too? No. (laughs) We are not doing a Facebook Live so we can get negative six people to watch. How's that? How's that for an answer? How about this? If we get um, 100 likes on Facebook. If we get 1,000 likes Uh, on Facebook, I will do a Facebook Live by myself in the shower. But you know why I'm making that promise? (laughs) Because it won't fucking happen. No, nobody's going to like it. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Who fucking cares? Uh, You know, Austin, how close I am to deleting my own personal Facebook account? (laughs) I've been pretty close. It's I'm very close. Yeah. The only thing is keeping me is because a couple of my friends tagged me in like Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad memes, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's literally the reason why I'm on Facebook. So, okay, I'll behave like us on Facebook. And what's the last and most important one? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, wait. Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Uh, no keep all this in don't fuck give me a hand Uh, and last but not least definitely follow us and uh, donate on Patreon go to patreon.com forward slash dumb all over pod and take a look at all of the rewards and all of the price things that we have and uh, definitely help us because 
I mean, it means the world to us. <laughs> Every single yeah. donation that we get, a contribution, I, I'd rather call it a contribution than a donation, it means the world to us because we are on a mission to make this our life. And if we can, you'll get a lot more of this. Yeah. Which, wait, is that a good selling point? I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but <clears throat> we want to keep getting more interviews like we just Absolutely. had. Absolutely. We want to try to... Uh, leverage our influence to make real change. Yeah, and so we need your help to do it, and that's that's the, my pitch. That would that would be really nice yeah. if we can. I think if, it's better than your pitch, but that's okay. If we could actually, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Austin Austin's is better, uh, but I mean, and it, it does not involve me in the showers. <laughs> both are true, though. Uh, we would like to make this our our living, um, and as a result of that, we would love to have that uh, that aspect to be able to have. Uh, People like that, and all everybody really come on our show. Um, I don't know. We're just we just want <laughs> we just want people to come on our show. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. It's been that kind of day. Yeah, I've had a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a this has been one of our higher ABV shows. We'll put it that way. Not even just the beer. He made me pregame. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> a lot of pregame. Yes. So, yeah. I'm going to have to chill here for a few hours before I go home. Well, I wanted I wanted to do a little practice run for our live YouTube yeah. show. Well, Austin, at the rate that we're going, we have a couple years to practice. <laughs> you have to admit, though, some of my amateur mixology concoctions were pretty good. I think so. Yeah. 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 But we're not going to tell you. Because we need to do anything we can to get you to subscribe. <laughs> but you'll get to see something called Fall Drink. Ooh, that was so good. Yeah. Oh, I could go for one right now. And I'll even give away my secret recipe. <gasps> yeah, so we can get to 100 subscribers. Okay. And you will all love Fall Drink. Also, I don't know if you're up for this, but uh, after we get to that 100, I'd like to do like uh, live streams for charity as well. Oh, that'd be awesome. Where yeah. we could uh, open up a GoFundMe account and then just have that directly. We'll, we'll like host a, host a poll or something as to what charity uh, you guys want us to do. And then we'll just do a live show and whatever money we save make from that, we give to them. That'd be awesome, yeah. That'd be co- kind of a cool idea. But we need help, so... I'd watch for that. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm going to have to be on. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, like yeah, I Because Tom could be on by himself. But I'd still have to do all the other stuff because let's be honest, they don't want they don't want like multiple hours with me just alone. We will no, have no Nor do more they want multiple hours with you on just your cell phone camera. <laughs> That's why it was a short film, Austin. You know what? This is over. <laughs> all right. Are you done? I'm done. You're done? All right. I'm done. Thank you. And we'll see you or, uh, you know, whatever it is next week. Yep. See ya. (laughs) Oh, God.
The way things are isn't the way they have to be. But knowing what to challenge and how to change it isn't always clear. That's why independent journalism has never mattered more. When we are free to follow any lead and question any authority, we can confront the status quo, uncover vital alternatives and bring clarity to the world's most complex issues. We can help our readers understand the world. So together we can fight for a better one. Hope is power. And with your support, you'll always find it at The Guardian. Gamers, hit pause and listen up, because a new player has just joined the game. Introducing the brand new Sony Xperia 5 with its cinema-wide OLED display and game enhancer add-on. Grab yours today and score a FIFA 20 PS4 bundle on us, exclusively at Vodafone. Available now on our new and limited data plans with the UK's best mobile network. The future is exciting. Ready? Vodafone. Max download speed applies to unlimited data. Free bundle while stocks last. Terms and verification at vodafone.co.uk slash unlimited.